0: Episode 68, Ahmed Arif, CEO of Corpo
1: Cure. I was very much focused on the work, on the task, mm. and I didn't give the relationship its due uh, time.
0: I'm Mark Rabin. This is my favorite mistake. In this podcast, you'll hear business leaders and other really interesting people talking about their favorite mistakes because we all make mistakes. But what matters is learning from our mistakes instead of repeating them over and over again. So this is the place for honest reflection and conversation, personal growth, and professional success. Visit our website at myfavoritemistakepodcast.com. For show notes, links, and more, go to markgravencom slash mistake 68. Please follow rate and review. And now on with the show we're joined today by Ahmed Arif. He is the CEO of CorpoCure. He's an executive coach, a team coach, and he's the host of a podcast called the Values and
1: Leadership podcast. So, Ahmed, thank you for joining us. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Mark, for the invitation. Uh, I'm I'm honored to be in your podcast.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad we could uh, talk and um, so tell, uh, tell the audience, um, just to start off quickly, where are you from originally? Where are you uh, right now? Where are you connecting from?
1: Yes, I'm an Egyptian expat uh, in Saudi Arabia, uh, currently in Riyadh. Uh, basically, uh, my my previous experience was in uh, finance. So I'm finance advisor uh, for the past 22 years. So this is currently why I'm here.
0: Well, you are uh, my first guest from Saudi Arabia. You're my first Egyptian guest. So thank you for- Great,
1: great. Thanks for being number one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so we have all sorts of things that we'll talk about related to, to your work and experiences, but we always like to just start off with with your story. So
1: Ahmed, Ach- what would you say is your favorite mistake? Well, it's I will say it in a way of like a flashback. So I will say, I'll say an incident which uh, prompted what was the original mistake so initially we uh, during work in finance we ha- i had some uh, i always work on uh, uh, making improvement in financial performance so i always making new pro- new reports and uh, radical reports for top management to be able to make uh, more informative decision and more strategic decision so i have managed to work with uh, with my team and we were doing a strategic report and uh, it was very innovative, and uh, it grabbed the attention of. Uh, sure. of uh, oh wait, you know what? I'm sorry. Sure. I'm. I,
0: I, some reason I thought it wasn't recording, but it actually was. So no I've now needlessly interrupted. You. Um, <laughs> no problem. Um, can you can you go back and and uh, and just start that story again? I was just afraid for some reason.
1: Yeah, there is this uh, red uh, red point, which is. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that. So, um, uh, boy. But so, but it, but it's good that you that that you were focused to to
0: realize that. Okay, but um, so I I will of course do an edit. So, uh, I decided not to do an edit. It goes to show we all make mistakes. Life goes on. That's the theme of the podcast. So back to Achmed. Um, I'll
1: just tee you up again. Um, Achmed, what would you say is your favorite mistake? Yes, actually, uh, through my work as a financial improvement advisor, financial performance improvement advisor. So my job is to make reports which help the top management to make strategic uh, decisions. So I'm always in the uh, job of uh, developing uh, strategic reports to management and it was one of these reports that uh, when when I first released the idea, it was uh, very much accepted and welcomed by the top management and we worked hard on it for almost one month and we had a lot of workshops I was doing the workshops to the top management to even teach them how to understand this report because it was very novel in its approach and it was well received uh, we have spent a lot of time Uh, in preparing it and then comes the 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 day where we should be presenting the presentation to the top management to the senior management to uh, to give them our 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 work and suddenly uh, I was notified by uh, before the meeting by 10 minutes that I'm not included into into this meeting and other people who are not in, who were not included in the preparation of the report will attend instead of me so mm-hmm. it was like awkward decision why <laughs> then i got then what i got an answer which was not fulfilling and it was not uh, relevant so then i had to i reacted emotionally at that time because uh, i thought it was uh, a very important report uh, and uh, if I'm the one who did it, then why should not I attend? Then they said, already. The, the answer was, we already you already did a lot of workshops to us and we already understand the whole thing and that's it. So then, uh, then the situation passed, but then after that, I started to think, what happened? Uh, something is not wrong. Something is not right. right. I started to pivot actually out of this uh, situation and I said, okay, this, uh, this uh, report and this framework of, of strategic reporting, I will publish it in a book. And I started to uh, sell it to uh, outside, outside the advisors as well. And they were appreciate, and people from USA, and people from, from my region. And it was very well accepted uh, as, as a very good report for a medium size or a small size. And this was even uh, enough for fulfilling for me. This was the first reaction. The second reaction was later, actually, um, when I started my coaching and uh, uh, my coaching uh, career. Mm-hmm. When I had an emotional intelligence workshop, and I got and here and here started the thing. When I realized what 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 all of why all of this happened, I started to be more self-aware about myself. What why do I feel? How do I feel? And how did? And how was I uh, treating people? Uh, for long years what was the decisions that i was taking uh, regarding the relationships because i was very much focused on the work on the task Mm. and i didn't give the relationship its due uh, time and its due um, uh, investment investment in time and and even in uh, emotion all of this and i got to realize that what happened is that this was the mistake that I was not investing enough time and I didn't um, interact uh, in the right way with others and I was not paying attention to others' um, words. Mm. So I was very kind of uh, focusing on work and whatever was the uh, criticism I received or whatever, even feedback or suggestion, I was not accepting that. Mm. So definitely others thought that I'm not that kind of manageable or I didn't like their... uh, their, uh, their views or something so they started to treat me as uh, advisor as an you know like independent advisor but he's not part of the team he's not like this mm-hmm. so this is what i realized and this is what i discovered that not focusing uh, uh, not giving the relation the due time and the due investment and the emotion and there should be emotion and feeling in work as well that should fuel this kind of relationship and this is the favorite mistake, and from that, from that realization, I started to be more attentive, to um, <clears throat> to, re, to reignite or amplify my listening my listening skills. Which I discovered that I already have, but I was like shutting them down. Yeah. And so was,
0: why, why tell tell me more about that? What, what do you mean? You were shutting them down or not letting it those skills come out?
1: Yep. I discovered something uh, while I was studying coaching that all humans have all the skills. But because of some instances or because of some values or because of some uh, personal experiences, that we we were shut down by others Mm. for one reason or another. So we started to take a defensive action and we started to be... um, not open with people we are not sharing what's inside us with people so that leads to be a more uh, close of nature and not open to 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 communication with people and this is i think what what led to that this is this one thing the second thing is that i am i like always to be productive so i like always to do things that uh, leads to result or leads to some benefits so talking with Communicating with colleagues was like something like, "Oh, we'll talk again about weather." Or oh, we'll talk again about football. I don't like this kind of stuff. So I was not having this kind of uh, socialization. So yeah. that's what. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's this was, yeah. that, that's that's really
0: important thing to learn. Um, uh, you know what, what I hear you saying is um, that time spent on getting to know others, letting them get to know you, building those relationships. That might have seemed inefficient or Mm. a a waste of time compared to reports to be written and tasks to be done is what i hear you
1: saying exactly and this and i discovered even later that this is this kind of mentality is there in the world so the 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 the, the thing that that you are an advisor you know this kind of i'm wearing the hat of the advisor you know i'm thinking i'm doing these things, and i don't need to talk with others like this and it is one of the ways that people use i'm not the only one but some people as well use it. and this is not the right way because there should be an interdependence and uh, with people and trying to find common ground and, co- and co-create treasure together and co-create uh, um, activities and uh, together and all of these things yeah so that time spent on
0: relationships in a way is an investment that allows us to accomplish more, maybe to accomplish things more successfully because of the relationships that, that we have within a team or with our clients or whoever we're working
1: for, working with, right? Yep. And even so, I discovered that after years, you know, I have, I have done this for years. As well, I felt lonely as well mm-hmm. as, a, as, as, a, as a result. And then I I thought that I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy. About, I'm not happy about being lonely. So actually, I should change my beliefs and I should change my behaviors so that I will not be lonely. So it was it was my belief who led to this kind of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, yeah, yeah, lacking this uh, this kind of connection. So yeah. so it's it's my view, my worldview world view, and my self view has led to that.
0: Yeah. So back to you know when you were telling a story about. Um, writing report, not being invited to the meeting. Yep. Was, was that probably, uh, it sounds like that was due to not having those relationships where they, they wanted they wanted your input, but they didn't think having you in the meeting was going to really add. Or, oh, I'm, I'm curious, did you, did you ever um, have a chance to talk to them about that? Or when you're looking back at it, you're just guessing that the, the relationship wasn't strong enough and that's why they didn't feel like they wanted to bring you in to the
1: meeting. Yeah, I, I discovered that emotional intelligence is very important at work. And at that time, I didn't have this kind of emotional intelligence skills. So, and they wanted to, and and this is, and this was required in this kind of meetings. Yeah. So because I lack it, so it means that for any reason, I should not be there. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, you say you know, your background is in finance. Um, I'm an engineer. Uh, I've talked to people um, let's say who are software developers, whether we're focused on the task or the facts, um, sometimes we, um, can get in trouble if we say something too bluntly, somebody, you know, if we disagree, or if we think something is a bad idea, um, without proper emotional intelligence that, you know, stating something, um, Mm -hmm fact you know that we think is factual we say well that that's not going to work how we say that means a lot in terms of how that message might be received or if we damage the relationship to the point where they now no longer ask us for for input that that can be uh troubling in terms of um the impact on an organization or the impact on us and our careers
1: right this is a really important point. And yes, I, I had this as well as one of my behaviors. I was saying whatever I'm seeing as factual, as you mentioned, uh, irrespective of what could be the impact on others. So maybe this as well uh, was part of missing uh, this kind of emotional thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, that's a really good thing. I mean, it's, 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 an, it's an insight that, that comes from reflection. And it sounds like in your case where you hear you saying, Ahmed, was that you, you had, you know, the, the personal moment of um, you described loneliness. It wasn't because someone uh, came and, and said, hey, you're in trouble. You need to change how you behave. It was very um, kind of self-initiated, it seems.
1: Yep. Yeah. And uh, there, there is only one thing I wanted to add is that in a lot of workplaces, there is not honest feedback. Mm hmm and the honest feedback will allow anyone to learn and this is and this is what we miss in corporate culture is that people are afraid or they feel uh, they don't feel good if they give honest feedback because this will ruin the relation with the other person yeah but but if i got an honest feedback definitely i could have uh, changed or something or thought about it so in, in your work now as a coach
0: for executives and organizations, uh, what, what are some scenarios where you try to help people navigate giving feedback in a way that demonstrates high emotional intelligence? Yep, yeah,
1: this is a very important question. Thank you for that. Usually the current uh, uh, performance is, is is like a yearly performance review where Unfortunately, it is used to scold employees or try to penalize them or not to give them or let's say, no, you didn't perform well and that's why you need to do these courses to be better mm-hmm. as if you are you know, uh, not a good guy or something. <clears throat> so in coaching, we are saying no. We should be, you should be having an ongoing feedback throughout the year. So you as a manager, you should be having ongoing feedback like coaching uh Dealing with the, with the, with the, with, the, with your team and include them in the decision before it is taken. This is number one. So people feel appreciated and feel valued, and this will open communication uh, with each other all the all year long, and there will be ongoing feedback and trust as well in the team, and the, and we will be moving into a unified direction. And this and this has a lot to do with success. As a team and success as uh, as a manager and uh, and for individual people and this is very important in uh, in coaching. And you know, I
0: think back um, and reflect on some of my work. I've I've made mistakes where I've had to learn that having the right answer mm. isn't always enough. There's there's having the right answer, and then there's the ability not just to communicate it, but the 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 ability to engage with people. Um, yeah. and I think that's something, you know, that, that, that's a category of our work life where we can try to develop better emotional intelligence. I'm, I, I, I don't think you know, my, my emotional intelligence, I, there's, there's a long way to go where I could improve that. I make mistakes, um, all the time, but emotional intelligence can be developed in, in a way mm-hmm. where I think IQ in a way, our intelligence is what it is, but emotional intelligence can actually be improved upon. What are your thoughts on that? Sure,
1: definitely, and yes, thank you for bringing this up because uh, being in, in an advice mood or as an advisor, so you are, are always giving the answer, the right answer to others. Really, this is this 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 really hurts, and this breaks relationships, and uh, as well. So, in coaching, we are encouraging uh, the the Uh, the communication and the flow of uh, and opening up discussions. So manager should not be in the meeting uh, having the answer. No, he should be probing questions, giving questions like, uh, like brainstorming and he is inviting, uh, uh, inviting answers. Or there is another way, even, even to, to let the team even ask questions Mm -hmm. only.
0: Yeah.
1: This, This is another way to ask a question. Uh, regarding the the subject, so he, he he explains the issue in that one minute or two minutes. Then he invites uh, questions from each team member, and from the from these questions, we will realize we will start to realize a new a new uh, a new uh, uh, situation or new imagination to 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 the situation, and that and that's going to enrich the our collective view and how can we move forward uh, and not having a close only. Um, a close uh, view to it, to the problem, to the initial situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I've really tried to focus on um, personally and sometimes get to coach others on is asking open-ended questions. Hmm. So there's a difference between asking, um, what are your thoughts about that plan versus asking, technically it's a question, say, uh, Ahmed, that's a really good plan, right? Yeah, that's not really leaving open the door for you to say, "Well, I have reservations about that plan," or you know, "I, I have concerns about that plan." Is different than saying, "No, that's a stupid plan."
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah yes, I, I sensed when you when you when you said that the psychological safety because you, the tone even that you use it can even give so, uh, psychological safety or it can. You know, let others to react, just to react. They cannot think, they cannot propose, they cannot show up with their whole self, and they cannot give the, their thoughts and their ideas about the issue. Yeah. So if someone says, you know, I, I think that's a stupid plan,
0: and then I say, what's wrong with you? That's technically an open-ended question, but that's not
1: really. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. Not a good it's the question. Wrong way, yeah. It's the wrong way to do it, yeah. No.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah hopefully listeners um, th- this gives people a lot to think about and sort of reflect upon um, how we interact with people and, and focusing on relationships and um, and not just the task at hand um, so one other question I want to ask you Ahmed, um, your podcast values yep. and leadership podcast um, t- tell us you know what what that podcast is about and why was it important
1: to you um, to start that podcast hmm. The podcast is about inviting uh, leaders from uh, from the six continents to discuss emerging leadership practices that's based on uh, that's values based. <clears throat> so for example uh, corporate owners uh, advisors like yourself <clears throat> and academics and even executives from within the companies <clears throat> so each one discusses his sorry for that each one discusses his uh, values based approach to uh, to leadership and how he uh, shares the decision making and how he shares the rewards from uh, and how he shares the rewards of the business with with the clients with the customers uh, and in a way that's innovative. So some some of the some of the leaders that I invited, they're they're employing the uh, employee uh, employee shared scheme. So it's like an employee-owned uh, companies, but uh, they are giving the employees voting and controlling rights. So as if they are owners, voting and controlling, not not only profit share. Imagine. So, uh, I'm giving them and I'm giving the, the people that I mean, the engineers, let's say, because it's an IT company, they're giving the engineers, uh, sales skills like listening, like mm-hmm. understanding. So even those, uh, so they don't need to hire a sales team and a technical team. No. They are empowering the even the uh, you, you just mentioned this uh, this example uh, five minutes back you mentioned that even some engineers they don't have this kind of emotional skills. no they are giving uh, making them ready to to face uh, customers and uh, mm-hmm. clients and have this kind of conversation and be uh, very understanding to the to the needs of the clients so that they achieve joint success right so this is the kind of um, of uh, of guests and and approaches we are discussing which is values-based. Yeah. And um, people
0: can find the podcast, searching for it in, in the usual uh, podcast apps and
1: directories. Is there a, a website that you would point people to? Yes, there is a YouTube channel, uh, which I can share it with you. You can uh, We can share it in the show notes. And uh, it's in Podbean as well, Podbean, uh, corpocure.podbean.com. And uh, as well, it is an Apple podcast for sure. There is uh, there is as well uh, a link. I will share it with you uh, after the um, after the show.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. And like you said, we'll make sure uh, we put that in um, the show notes. So, um, any other thoughts that you would want to share as we wrap up? Thoughts on mistakes or
1: learning from mistakes that you would want to share, Ahmed? Yes, life uh, uh, is is full of try, uh, try, I any mean, tries. We, we try things. Sometimes it, uh, it succeeds. Sometimes it doesn't succeed. And when, when we try things and we do not succeed, this is not a failure. Actually, this is an opportunity for learning and opportunity for growth. It's always uh, as if a door has opened despite of this kind of a mistake, but door has opened for something bigger and something even we have not anticipated before. And this thing can be even much more better than the success that we have experienced originally. Yeah. Well, it's very well said and it, it's great
0: to to hear um, your perspective on that and how, how important that is. Um, as, as you've, um, like all of us, we make mistakes, but, the positive outcome is when we reflect and learn and improve. That's what the podcast is all about. Great. So thank you, Ahmed, for um, contributing to that conversation here today. Great. Thank you, Mark, for inviting. Uh, it's always a pleasure to see
1: you and meet you. Thank you.
0: Well, thanks again to Ahmed for being our guest today. Again, for show notes and links, you can go to markgravencom slash mistake 68. Please follow, rate, and review. If you like the episode the kindest thing you could do is share this on social media or share it with a friend or a colleague. I hope this podcast inspires you to reflect on your own mistakes, how you can learn from them or turn them into a positive. I've had listeners tell me they've started being more open and honest about mistakes in their work and they're trying to create a workplace culture where it's safe to speak up about problems because that leads to more improvement and better business results. If you have feedback or a story to share, you can email me, podcast at gmail.com. And again, our website is myfavoritemistakepodcast.com.